we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. We are in the midst of a teaching series talking about the need for us to mature. I told you that we have been given instruction to ensure that this church matures so that the harvest that God has in store for us can manifest. What we are finding out now and what um, this pandemic has done, it has exposed how many of us church people are immature. That's too strong? I'm going to say it again then since it's strong. What this pandemic has done, it showed us that a lot of people that we thought were men and women of God were children of God and even babes in Christ. I said us. I didn't say you. I said us. Uh, because right now, still today, after next month makes a year, many of us are still more COVID conscious than we are God conscious. We are still more consumed with COVID than we are with God. My God, by this time, by this time now, you should then realize that COVID is just another name that has to bow to the name of Jesus. By this time, you should be convinced of who you are in God and know that he that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleep. Are you here this morning? All right, but, but what has happened now is that we know that the church was not in the place that we were preaching as though we were. We were preaching a gospel that we weren't living. And this little fella called Corona exposed that that's what was happening. And it's amazing that you notice that Corona means crown. And this thing now has taken the seat, the high seat in our lives, in the nation, and even in the church. Now, glory to God, I might as well say it. There was a time when you entered into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Now when you get to the, to the gate of the church, there are signs on the door of what you can and cannot do. So you enter his gates with caution and into his course with safety. Get mad at me, I just get warm. That's where we are today. And yet still we are the same church that if you walked into our churches 15 months ago, we would have tell you there's power in the name of Jesus. If you were to catch us in November 2019, we would tell you, there's no other name that's higher than yours, Lord. There's no other name that's higher than yours, Lord. So we call him Jesus. 
I know that's a dear. If you didn't catch us in 2019, listen to me, you wouldn't feel power dropping off of us. Catch us in 2021. Now you got to use wisdom. I know that's the truth. Now we we got to use wisdom because you know the Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. So, so the church has been exposed, and the next thing that's happened, Dwayne, is that the church, beloved, um, uh, when we mature, harvest comes. Harvest is coming, so we have to mature, and if we don't mature, we're going to miss the harvest. Now, let me say this. For harvest to come, there has to be the church. There's some deep people, they're so deep till they lost, that believe this harvest is going to come outside of the church. When you read your Bible, the book of Matthew chapter 9, I believe it's verse 36. If it's not, don't charge it to me. But I believe someone there, Jesus says, he is moved with compassion because they are sheep walking about, scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Do you see that? That's what he says in Matthew 9. I believe it's 36. Oh God, that's what it is. Glory to God. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. The word shepherd there in that text means pastor. People don't even realize that this scripture is an endorsement of the church and speaks to the need of the church that don't matter how much Jesus you think you have, you need a pastor. You need a shepherd. He says they are fainting, they are scattering because they don't have a shepherd. They don't have this congregation, this gathering to draw strength from. So we need to mature, beloved, as such that th there can be this drawing towards the church house that we can see the kind of expansion and the kind of intervention that is needed in the nation now. When you have glory to God, let me say this, I am not pro-Trump, neither am I pro-Biden. I am not pro-Ingram, pro-Christie, pro-Menace, or pro but brave, pro-brave, I'm pro-Jesus. I am pro-Jesus. Glory to God. I was at a meeting this week and I, the first time when they said, Bishop, all you have anything to say? I said, yes, I ain't for you and I ain't for them. Do you still want me to talk? So, uh, okay, Bishop, you can talk. Because that's the first thing I want to say now, that I ain't for you, I ain't for them. Whose side you on? I on the Lord's side. Glory to God. But in the, we are in a nation, we are in a time now when men that were born as men are becoming women. Born men becoming women and now want to compete in women's sports. Because there's women now. We are in a time now when there's legislation being promoted that if you are a foreign preacher and you move to the U.S. or you go to do a crusade or a preaching gig like your pastor is due, and if you go over to the U.S. as an international preacher and you preach against the LGBTQ community, there will be a charge levied against you. I said it to you, all right? 
I said, I said it to my ministers that this is where we are now. Now, don't you hold up your nose at the United States. Keep on living. Because things changing around this little town here now. You know, this, this Christian nation founded upon Christian principles. Things are changing. So when things change in the way they are, we cannot afford to have a childish, sheepish church. This is a time now for the body of Christ to arise and know who we are in God. And so the days, glory to God, of cliche-laden, emotional, spiritless preaching is over. Faith comes by hearing. So if you're hearing cliches, you can have faith in cliches, and cliches will always let you down. So you need to hear the word of God that will mature you and bring you to the place where God has called you to be. I ain't telling no one leave your church, but I am telling you to check your life. And to ensure that you are getting not Bible stories. Many of us go to church to hear what we know. If you come in here to hear what you know, you don't need to come here. Uh-oh. I'm pausing for dramatic effect. <laughs> so it's very critical, beloved, that we are being challenged by the word of God and receiving impartation because the days that we're in is dark. We are in a dark hour. Corruption and lawlessness is standard procedure. And so we need a new people to rise up and take their rightful place. That's why you can't think small. That's why you can't satisfy, you can't be satisfied at the lowest level of your job. You gotta get promoted. Someone shout, I need to have influence. And promotion gives you more influence. So that's small thinking about I got a job, thank God for my job. No, you should be a manager. Well, everybody ain't calling me manager. You ain't everybody, you just go to life. Say it again. Well, everybody can't be the boss. No, you ain't everybody. You will be. Because you need to have influence in the earth. Your voice got to have power. When you do not have a seat around the table, you become a victim to the negotiations. Someone shout, I need my seat. I, I need to have a seat. And so I, I told them in the first service that you got the spirit of God. Many of us are, are, are making a mockery of the spirit of God. Why? Because the spirit of God is the spirit of creation. It's the spirit of creativity. You too bland to be so anointed. When is the last time you had a good idea? This too much? Y'all all right? You got too much tongues to have no ideas. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of creation. You go to meetings on the job and you ain't never get nothing to say. You play in solitaire. In staff meeting. 
playing Candy Crush, Vera, in the staff meeting because you don't realize that you got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you and you are on that job for a kingdom assignment. That job is a way for you to cause the kingdom of God to be released in the earth and you playing Candy Crush. Jody, what you got to say about this? Ain't nothing. I, I got... Thompson, any ideas on this? No, man, I have a job, man. Whatever y'all do, school me. You two anointed have nothing to say. See, let's make this word, let's make this thing real, man. The Spirit of God hovered over the earth. God said, and there was. That same Spirit now, He breathed into your nostrils. Someone shout the same Spirit. Say, same Spirit. Why you ain't creating nothing? God, this, Jesus, this, Jesus did some things just to like stay creative. I said, boy, say, I'm blind. Listen. I didn't speak of blind as before. Jesus, let me try something. Jesus, I'm getting bored. I ain't tired of be open. That's boring. Jesus made Play-Doh. Made Play-Doh with mucus. Saliva. He said, go wash it off. See what happens. <laughs> Peter says we need to pay our taxes. Mm. Oh, catch one fish. See what happens. When you catch it, open your mouth. They said, Jesus, there's 5,000 fellas here, and this is their wife and their girlfriend and their children. Jesus said, hmm. Jesus, what you got over there? Yeah, bring that. And the same power. You in the bottom and your boss say, income down, what we can do? You're playing your game. No, what needs to happen, we need to, we need to divest. We need to move that from here and put this over here. And I think we need to shut this down and open this up. Because I was in prayer last night and what I heard is this and that and the other. And if you listen to me, this is going to prosper. No, you got to add that part. Because when you're anointed, you speak with authority. Glory to God. Are y'all here? Is this too much for y'all? Oh, I want to change your life. I want to change your thinking. Because we've been taking this Holy Ghost for life. And using it for tongues. And to rock us to bed at night. You mean that's all the Holy Ghost for? It put you to sleep. Come on, man. You too anointed to not have any ideas. Anointed people always on the move. 
There's something interesting that happened in this text. Glory to God. This is what I'm preaching, but it just feels good coming on. I'm going to say it. If you read the earlier part of Acts chapter 16, the Bible says that Peter then was getting frustrated. Not, not Peter, Paul. Paul was getting frustrated because he couldn't find nowhere to go to preach. Because anointed people always want to be doing something. Your, your laziness confirms your lack of anointing. Your boring, mundane existence confirms the level of your anointing, not your depth of tongues. But the fact that your life has plateaued, it confirms that you need an awakening of the anointing. Y'all all right? We on a maturing season. This will be his. And you got to hear this. Your life is routine. I mean, you can't even trick the devil. The devil knows what you will eat on Tuesday. Put a little bad chicken in Solomon's, you sick. Because he knows Tuesday's a chicken day. My God, change something. Believers must be on the move and doing stuff. I know this sounds like trivial, but this is the power of the anointing that we have. You shouldn't be in no routine. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God, I wish you could touch your neighbor. And ask him, when's the last time you did something new? We shouldn't be predictable. Because the Holy Ghost isn't. You can't put the Holy Ghost in a box. Man, predictable. You're eating the same breakfast every morning. You feel special because they know what to get for you when you walk in checkers. They know you. You bragging. You walk in the door, ain't no more. Oh, man. Change something. Some of y'all this week, when you get paid again, buy one gallon of paint and change the color of the wall or something. Do something different. Like paint something yellow. Everything around you white. Like get, get the spirit of creation. Honestly, when you change your environment, your thinking changes. My God. Put the comfort on the wrong side. For that, doesn't that look different? Break the routine. Break the no. This is too much for y'all. Let me just stop. Let me stop. This amazing quote was, was given by Sir Winston Churchill. He was going into, uh, in, into uh, the house, the parliament there. What's it called? The House of Lords, as you call it? As you call it? Yeah? Same thing. Yeah, yeah, same place. House of Lords. You're right. You're right. So he was going in there, and he had a plan what he was going to do. And when he got inside, he told everybody what he was going to do. He gets in there, and he does something different. Guy questions him afterwards and says, So Winston, that's not what you said you were going to do. He said this. He said, he that refuses to change his mind will not change anything. Hmm. What's the last thing you changed? Glory to God. There, there are some of you 
that should move beyond needing pastor to confirm every move of your life. Now, let me say this now. There are some pastors that pride themselves on being intimately involved in every area of your life. That's manipulation. And that's designed to keep you right here. Glory to God. Is that too much? Felt pretty good coming out, though. See, you got to be maturing now and growing to a place where I reading but you in the paper. Be like, glory to God, that's one of my members. That's, that's where we're supposed to be, beloved. We should be moving in, into, into new dimensions and being able to now to, to perceive the things of God and to make sense of the things of God, not to be in bondage to need rev all the time. All right. Real fast, let me go to the text that I read to you. Last week we told you that it's important. We told you last week that it's important. Let me do this in 10 minutes. That uh, the text that we, we referenced last week, uh, Psalm 37, he says, uh, fret not thyself. The word fret there means to make hot. It doesn't mean to panic. It means to make hot. In other words, to get angry. And he says, fret not thyself. When you run hot and get angry and act the fool, nobody did that to that. You did it to yourself. No one controls your anger but you. And there are too many of us that have made a fool of ourselves on the job, in the community, in the little clubs that we're in, because we got hot and everybody sees us act the fool. You are too anointed to not have control over your rage. To not have control over your temper. You just get mad too easy. Preach, Rev. And you know when you get mad, you don't think straight. And that's why the devil is doing things that cause you to get agitated. And, and something my father-in-law told me, never forget. He says, I don't like to apologize. So I think before I act. You didn't see that coming. I don't like to keep on saying, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. And a lot of us, that's our life saying sorry. Why? Because we have no control. Preach things. And your lack of control has in the place of always apologizing. And there are places that you can't go back in. I know a child of God that got so mad at one business that they stand up on top of the counter. Now they can't go back there and invite nobody to church. Some of y'all can't invite your co-worker to church because they wouldn't come. Because when you get mad, all kind of stuff is coming out of your mouth. You didn't cuss their ma and their children. And now you're telling them, I'm Bishop Denzel having a convention. They ain't coming with you. They mad at me because of how you live. Don't let me tell stories now. I get two stories. I get, I get some examples. Of people, people, co-worker calling me. I hear so-and-so's go to your church. Be, oh, God. What y'all preaching in there? True story. I just don't talk everything. I just be shame. Not of you, the person sitting next to you. Glory to God. But we got all this Holy Ghost. You are too anointed to not have control over your emotions. He says, fret not thyself. Watch this real fast. Uh, there is an instance where we're allowed to get hot. 
We should not be getting hot at people because the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But the problem is we are so busy getting mad at people, glory to God, that the devil is going around scot-free. The new covenant church has one enemy, the devil. People are not your enemy. Say that. People are not my enemy. If you could see them, touch them, go to work with them, drive with them, they are your enemy. There is no human on the earth that is your enemy. If they are, you are immature. That felt good coming on. I'm going to say it again. If there are humans that are your enemy, you are a child. Mature believers see beyond the individual and realize there's a plot of the devil. Many of us are wishing evil on people rather than wishing evil on the devil. I told you, I, I, there's certain things that we say, I, I don't like. The other day when that video was going around with this woman who was on the porch of somebody and like working, working witchcraft. Remember that some years back? And, and everybody was saying, suffer not a witch to die, to live. Suffer not a witch to live. That's a witch. She needs to die. I said, look at these mature children, these immature children. Preachers and bishops and revs and, and prophetess saying that, 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 that suffer not a witch to live. We don't kill people. We kill the blood of the devil. We want her delivered. When that person watched that, watched that witchcraft on my house, I told the story sometimes before. When they put the snake in my yard and cut the head off, I told the story all the time, and, and do the witchcraft, I prayed for their deliverance. I don't want them to go to hell. I don't wait for the devil. The devil wants people in hell. I don't work for the devil. I, they work witchcraft on me. I want them delivered. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.